and that is why this is the best damn flag league in Jersey. The Cowboys are the first ever Bridge Flag Football League champions. And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the OBFFL podcast, episode number 31. Today is going to be a week three preview. Joined by me, as always, my father, Tommy Savaro, Brandon Kurtzman, big three of the OBFFL podcast, here with another preview. Get uh, really excited for week three here. Uh, Kurtzman, do we have any news before we get into the podcast today? Yes. Games this week will be on the St. John Vianney turf. Um, games will start a little bit earlier this week, 1130 and 1245. So um, I'm hoping the captains texted their teams to let them know I'll probably be doing some extra. 1130 and 1245? Instead of 12 o'clock and 115. Um, we have until 230 to be off the field. They have a field hockey game at 3 o'clock. So let's make sure we're moving the ga- keeping the games moving. Yeah. Um, and yeah, week three is going to be exciting. So I am ready. Dad, I know your your uh, status is up in question right now. Do you are you going to be there on Saturday or? I'm going to be in AC and I'm going to try to get back as early as I can because you know I love me some OBFFL. All right, are you ready to get into the podcast today, guys? Are we ready to talk about the preview? Let's yeah. rock. All right, first game of the day. Again, SJV Turf, eleven thirty. Uh, it's on the Twitter, it says 12 o'clock games, but like Kurtzman just said, remember, 11.30, 12.45. First game that we'll get into right here, I think I think all these games are really good. A lot of game of the week potentials uh, around. Let's go UCLA versus Arizona. Rob LeConte-led team versus the Nick Smith-led team. Kurtzman, I'll start with you. How do you feel these two teams match up against each other? Um, Listen, I think the UCLA offensive line with uh, Austin... John Harnish, Wiz hopefully shows up for them. I think that's gonna be a, that's a good defensive line and offensive line, and I think that they're they're gonna have a good. It's gonna be a good game for them in the trenches. Um, UC, Arizona, I have not seen Arizona play yet, and I won't now for the third straight week as mm. that we're playing at the same time. Annoying. So it is a little bit annoying that I have yet to see them play, but um, it seems like Smitty was running well last week, and it seems like he was making he was making he was played a lot better as to what people have said. So I'm hoping to see more of that from him, and but I think that UCLA has the battle, the uh, advantage in the trenches, but it's gonna come down to how Rob plays. Dad, how do you feel about this matchup? Uh, to me, this is the game of the week. Uh, of, of all the games, this is gonna be the toughest one to pick because I think these teams are evenly matched. Uh, not not particularly crazy about the way UCLA has been coming into this game, uh, and I do like the way that uh, <laughs> Arizona's <laughs> coming in. <clears throat> like I said, if you're, they're improving every week. And what I want to see in this game, if you're a player in this league, I want to see you play. I want, I want to see the outstanding play this week. I need those players to step up. Like I said, if you're going to be that team and you're going to be that player, you got to step up and it'll show you. Uh, the, the team that does that will show you which team is the better team. So you're looking for big-time playmakers to make big-time plays this weekend. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I like this game because I think these two teams are very similar. I think when you look at the quarterback play, Nick Smith is kind of in the uh, same situation that Rob was in last season. I know Rob took over midway through the season, but they're new to the league. Smitty's new to the league. Rob is a little bit more experienced. Honestly, I feel like the pressure in this game is on Rob because he has to win this one. Rob, this is a game where uh, UCLA, he's got, they got more experience on that team. I, I know, listen, I like, I like this Arizona team, but 
UCLA and Rob, they have to come out and they have to look good here because they have players on that team. I know Billy's going to show up this week, things like that. Uh, they need they need to look better on offense. They need to complete more passes, and they need to win this game. This is a game that when when they're looking on their schedule, if they're chalking up wins, seeing how they could be you know a playoff team, this should be one of the games where they say, we have a good shot to win in this one. Kurtzman. No, I think you did a really good job explaining it, and I like the mentality that I think you're giving Rob Bacante, because I know Rob listens to this, and he texts me about about what we yeah. say about him a lot after the podcast. Um, he definitely needs to win here. I think he needs to prove that he's one of the better quarterbacks in this league, and I think this is a good game where he will definitely face adversity at one time or another during the game, and I think that if he's going to win it, he's got to make the big play, like Tommy said. Um, he's got a big arm, live arm, got Liam and Billy on the outside, and he has good linemen to uh, protect for him. One thing I want to see is I hope UCLA's line protects him a little bit better than they did last week. Um, when I was on defense and off the field, I noticed that a lot of times the, the linemen almost were leaking out a little early. I don't know if that was their design and how they wanted to play the game or if that was like mis a miscommunication between the line and Rob but I'm hoping they can give him some time let him uh move the ball down the field with his arm because that's where he's at his best that for Arizona what's their key to success in this game uh establish dominance early uh get out to that that quick lead and uh and keep the pressure on uh you don't want to let that team back in the game they're a dangerous team Rob's a dangerous quarterback um Rob doesn't have to prove anything to me I know what kind of player he is I know what kind of leader he is uh, that's why I expect this to be a tough game. Uh, but Arizona, they gotta they gotta look to jump out early and, and keep the pressure on. You've seen, yeah, Chris. No, I want to I want to see Smitty get Spo involved. Uh, through two games, only like five or six targets, only like three or four catches. Like, and listen, I know Spo. He would be the kind of kid that like, I don't care if I catch, I'll catch zero balls if it means we win the right. game. And Smitty is the same way. When I told him that week one, he was saying whoever's open, I'm throwing the ball to. So, but I think there comes a point in these games where. We're not like we're not NFL level athletes, not college level athletes, where you're just trying to get the mismatch. Obviously, getting the mismatch is the key to winning football games. But there's sometimes you gotta just give your guy a shot and let him go. Give him, a, throw him the not even the 50-50 fade or the 50-50 deep ball. Just like even when he's covered, he might not be covered if you yeah. throw a good, a good enough ball. You know, so I would I want to see Spo get involved. But Spo had a big game defensively last week as well as um, a couple catches on offense. But that's what I want to say. I really want to see Smitty get him, get him involved. He's number one guy. I think I think a key to this game, we've talked about Austin a lot so far on this podcast. Uh, he's a huge key to this game because if he could get after Smitty and make things tough on him, it could buy Rob and the offense more time to do things of that nature. UCLA John Harnish also uh, DM me said that he needs to play better. He's going to step it up. Uh, I'm excited for this game. I think this is going to be a really good game. That, Like you said, I think it has the potential to be the game of the week. Uh, let's get into our picks for this one here. Dad, before we get into our picks... Uh, wait, we did our record, right? We, we did, did our record, record. last spot. You're 8-0. 8-0, 6-2, 6-2. All right. I don't know who's going with who here. I'll start with you. I have no idea. Mr. Undefeated, I'll you start with you. You know, for this you. one, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to be the last one to pick, only because I know you guys want to go against me to gain some ground. So <laughs> now I'm going to see where you're going first, okay? Uh, right. Where are you going, Kurtzman? I'm, you're starting off, and yeah, I'm going no, second. I know. Um, I think I'm going to take... UCLA in this one. Wow. <laughs> no, Woo. listen. I like I said. I think UCLA has the advantage in the trenches, especially um defensive line on offensive line. Uh, I once again, like I said, I have not seen Arizona play, so I don't even really know who they've been lining up on the offensive line. But I know. I, I'm assuming Kevin Christie plays some line. I'm assuming um who else? I don't even know who else they have to be honest with you. But I'm gonna based on who UCLA has, I'm gonna give them the advantage in the trenches and. With that, Rob's going to play better than he did last week and in week one, and I think you still get the dub. Dad, do you want to make your pick right now, or is it I'll on me? I'll wait for you, guys. 
Ah, I'm trying to gain. I feel like this is a game where me or Kurtzman could gain on you. Yeah. Well, Obviously, let me ask you a I'm gonna. Listen. I know who he's. I know thinking. who you know I, who Arizona I, I, has. I think he's. I think he's doing reverse psychology though. I know you want to take Arizona. I think you wanted me and Kurtzman to take UCLA so you could also take them. So we can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like time out here. Time out. How about not playing against me, but playing what your heart tells you? Who's the better team here? I think they're very evenly matched. I'm trying to gain a game. I'm gonna go. Oh my god! This is funny. I'm gonna take. I'm taking. I'm taking UCLA too. Wow. I'm taking UCLA. I'm gonna go with experience. Dude, you know who he's I'm gonna, picking. I'm going experience Rob over inexperienced Mini for this game. That's that's where I'm leaning. I think it's very evenly matched. Okay, comes to me. It's not like I don't like UCLA's line. I think they leak out too early and and. Their, their main goal is to protect their quarterback, and, they, and to me, they haven't been doing that. They're very talented. They do leak out because they can catch the ball and make things happen. But against an aggressive line that features Esposito and features Episcopo, that's going to be trouble. Uh, that's a recipe I don't like. I do like the way, the direction that uh, Arizona, like I said, they're, they're, they're trending in the right direction, improving every week. I like Smitty's uh, play. I'm going Arizona here. Yeah. I'm happy you went yeah. with Arizona I there. knew he was going to take him. Yeah. Spo and Joe are his guys. Yeah, he's, he's I knew, yeah, you, you What I wanted to say. Listen, I don't pick them every week. Yeah, I picked no, against no, them I know, one. I know. I know. But I knew in this in a toss-up, you're going, you with, going them. with them. No, but I just wanted to say sorry. Arizona lineman, Joe DeMeo. I hope Christian Tinley shows up. Yeah. Um... And I'm assuming Kevin Christie plays line. Zach Bellheimer gets him run at line. So, but I'm still gonna give the edge on the line and the trenches to UCLA. That was a, uh, a good yeah, that ten was a, minutes. That was a long yeah. uh, preview for that game. Uh, the other twelve o'clock game, which is the Oklahoma Sooners led by Brandon Kurtzman versus the Augie Garbalato led Arizona State Sun Devils. Right, that's what they yes. are. The Sun Devils. Okay. We'll try to show enough. That game. Have. That game is going to be on paper. It says game of the week. Are we are we in agreement on paper? That's the game of the week. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think listen, I think there's a lot of games. I think uh, the games we're going to talk about later, like Notre Dame, Ohio State, two uh, mm. two and zero against one and one, is Notre Dame for real. I think that's also a game. I think I think like you said, there's a lot of games this week that could be game of the week. But I'm I, I don't know. I think me versus Augie. Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, friend rivalry right there. Two commissioners of the league rivalry. Uh, <coughs> excuse me there. Dad, how do you feel these two teams match up against each other? Well, Ogie's got Kurtzman envy right now. Mm. Uh, he, he, in the worst way, wants to be uh, one of the elite teams. Uh, I Speaking to him this week, listen, Ogie, i got to be confident in the world. that he's a, he's a great player, and he can make things happen for his team. Yeah. But the way that he was talking about it, uh, let's get Kurtzman's team out of the way, and let's just make a run. How about making a run this week? How about playing this week to win? That's what bothered me about that comment. Yeah, is he, uh, you don't like Augie's confidence? Uh, it's almost like he's expecting yeah, to lose. Exactly. I yeah, I'm going to lose, and I'm going to run, and I'm going to be strong. No, no, no. Don't he's trying to play the underdog card. He's trying to play the underdog card. He's trying to say that like, he's trying to make it out to be like, I should be a 12-point favorite in this yeah, game. He, That's yeah. what he wants people to think. Because if he wins, he wants you to feel embarrassed that you lost to him. Isn't that crazy? He wants to go in with, I got nothing to lose attitude. That's what he's and going yeah, for. And he shouldn't. He should go in with that attitude. No, there is. listen, there's never anything to lose. It's regular season. No, all right. I think this is a great matchup. I think Kurtzman for the Sooners, you guys are gonna have to use your size. I feel like you have bigger athletes. Not necessarily. I'm not gonna say better. I'm saying bigger athletes. I think Augie. They're gonna have to use their speed and precision. I think Augie should run a lot. Julius, Jack, Ernie had a really good game. Uh, I know Amir is gonna be playing some more line for them offensively. Another. I, I like that team a lot. I think they played that Ohio State team really well. Another week of quarter of quarterbacking for Augie makes him better. 
Uh, Julius is questionable on this game. Rumored to be playing though. We're not sure. We got to see about. His, I think he was practicing his, today. Guys, his, so I'm pretty his sure status. He's be he's, there. He got he got working on uh, on Thursday. That usually means you're playing, right? Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I think this is a really good game. Both of your lines. I think this is where a great battle lines because you and Augie, as two experienced players in this league, made it a point to go out and draft a really good line each. Both of you. So. How do you feel like your line matches up against the Arizona State line, Gertzman? I think just like last uh, in the summer, I'm taking my line over any line. I think I have good athletes on the line. I think I have guys that can make plays in the line. And I also just think that I have guys that can uh, block for me and give me time to throw. Um, listen, I'm going to take – I I know we're not doing picks right now. And I, I listen, I'm not going to go out here and just gas up my team. But it's going to be a really good game. Um, there's there's talent on both sides of the um, both sides of the ball on both the both teams. I am super excited to play, um, and we're gonna come ready. We were talking in the group chat today. I'm ready to go. Dad, what do you think the key to success for Augie's team is? I think the key is where where True plays. Uh, mm. Is he gonna play on the line? Or is he gonna play linebacker? True is a force in this league. True makes things happen. And like I said, it depends. If he's going to play on the line, he's going to be a force on the line. If he plays linebacker, he's going to be a force, you know, in the secondary. Yep. Uh, or that, that, I think that's the key. Uh, for the last couple weeks, I've been watching Amir just manhandle people mm. on the line, picking up people and driving them back into the quarterback. I don't think that's going to be the case this week. I think that uh, Kirschman's line is that good. I'm not saying that Amir won't get the pressure, but maybe it won't be such an easy ride for him uh, this week. No, uh, so he's not moving. Like, listen, he, he's a big boy. We got big boys, too. We got Jimmy Freo out here. Who's that back? Questionable. Question, Jimmy Freo, questionable. I don't know. Uh, All I asked today, the first thing I asked was, who is anyone who's not showing up? And he said, I'm a maybe. I didn't wow. I didn't get into specifics. Jimmy, after back-to-back half a days, uh, questionable. questionable for the game. Questionable and listen, whenever I'm losing a lineman, it, it definitely hurts my team because I like to rotate them. I like to get some of them out of receiver. I like to be able to have three linemen and have Tompkins split yeah. out wide. Like, I'll have Abby this week, though, so he is another lineman Esque player, but I like to have him out wide yeah. as well. That how do you? What do you think the key to success for Kurtzman's team is in this game? Uh, Kurtzman knows how to move the ball, sustain drives. Is his game? Like I said, smartest, smartest quarterback in the league. Uh, they stick to their game plan, and, and it, things move forward for them. We just need to build off our defense. Last week, we had a really bad defense week one against IB. Even though he's one of the best players in the league, we need to be better th- that game. But it was the first game we played better last week. Had a couple turnovers. Um, only allowed 24 points. And um, listen, like I said, I'm excited for the game. We can get to our picks. All right. That's it. Christmas said, I'm, I'm done talking. I want to get to our picks. I'm ready to play. Uh, I'll <laughs> add my, my two cents in here. I think that if Augie is going to win, he has to be really good. No turnovers this week. I think that, that could really hurt him. I think Kurtzman is, I'm not saying you're due for a turnover, a game filled with turnovers, but you I'm really, always do no, in his really, mind. I'm always due for a bad game. How many times did he have to say it until it no, came I true just, last I just year? Said, I just I said, I just said, Jeez, it's I heard it from years when I played too. It I just said, I just said, it's not, I just said, you're, I don't think it's going to happen this week, but you have been playing really well because you uh, have protected the ball really well. Last week, the only time they scored really was that uh, that safety or that the, the, uh, that the, yeah the strip ba- it was a bad no it was snap, bad snap. snap no 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 I lied it was a good snap and I literally just dropped the ball that was exactly what happened it was not a bad snap but Aaron Aaron play nonetheless yeah so if you're gonna lose I think it's gonna take a couple plays like that I think you really just gotta you know take care of the ball you don't need to hear that from me you already know that but. Uh, I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm looking for Jack, Julius, a lot, Ernie, a lot of these guys, True, on Augie's team to make plays. I think it's going to be very competitive. I would love to see Augie come out with the victory here, but I don't know if that's my pick yet. With that being said, let's get into 
our picks for this game. Dad, are you going to start or are you going to do the thing where you're just waiting for us? I'll start. Okay. I'm going with Kurtzman. Okay. Kurtzman. Kurtzman. I'm also going to take Kurtzman in this game. Augie's going to love that when he listens to the podcast. I'm I'm only taking Kurtzman in this game because I'm going to take them until they lose. That's what I decided on. I'll take you. You guys are undefeated. Hope you didn't hop on the trend too late. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. Abby playing this week? Yeah. Abby is playing this week. All right. So uh, who are your corners? Me? Yeah, you got Me, Tyson, Oliva. Abby. Abby. Yeah. I can do I I have a lot of I have a lot of Actually, um, your your game I think is the Ed's only Alec. You're the only Ed's team I, You're the only team I haven't seen a full game yet. Okay. All right. So get there. Yeah. All right, let's go into the the next I game. I told Dave to come. <laughs> let's go yeah, to the next game. Man. with me. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, anyways. I should, I should <laughs> For the 50th try, let's get into the next game here, which is as Eric Gordon hits one off the side of the backboard and the Rockets lose to the Bucks on opening night. Uh, the next game is the 1230 games, which are actually the 1245 games. Let's not confuse the uh, the listeners. Is Notre Dame against Ohio State. Ooh. That is an interesting matchup. Um, I guess I'll just start talking about it yeah. a little bit. No, nah, listen, Notre Dame. 2 and 0, Ohio State 1 and 1. Ohio State has played probably two of the better teams in the league so far. Um and they came out 1 and 1, so that's that's solid for them as they get into the later half of their schedule, the middle later half of their schedule. Um Notre Dame, are you for real? You played against you beat the two winless teams in the league so far. So this is the game that you have to come out and show that you can contend with uh Ohio State, Arizona State, uh Oklahoma and others. So Let's see what you got. That's really what I got about this game. I think they're going to have to try something different to slow down Jake and IB because, like we said, two of the most dynamic athletes in the league. And with IB really not needing an offensive line, I'm curious to see if Notre Dame players maybe were there, saw what happened against Augie's team, or are just kind of going into this with their own game plan that they have to try out. Hmm. Uh, Dad, how do you feel about this one? How do you think these two teams, Notre Dame and Ohio State, match up against each other? I think that uh, Notre Dame certainly has good players on their team. Uh, the thing that disappoints me about that team is their red zone offense. I like to see them be a little bit more creative. I like them to, to get the ball to their playmakers a little more, get them out in open space, figure a way to do that. If uh, they want to be considered an elite team, they're going to have to play well against this team. Mm, so you think this is a true test for them here? Absolutely. I think it's more just because they haven't played. They ha- they played the two winless teams in the league so far. So I think really when we you, we, we always say about sports teams is who have you beat? Yeah. And they've beaten the two worst teams in the league so far. All right. So it's not about who. It's about how you beat them. First game, five turnovers, and then just eking out a win. To me, if you handed the ball five times, five more times than your opponent, you should be able to do more than just a touchdown. Yeah, no, you know. No, last, last week, I know they had another three touchdowns. They converted two of them into pick sixes. Uh, again, I didn't see enough offense in the red zone for me to get excited about this two and zero team. What do you think about this? How they match up these teams? I think that this is a really good matchup. Two of the best athletes in the league out wide. You're gonna have Jake versus Q. I think that's a really interesting matchup. Uh, I think Sam Allen is a sneaky Heisman uh, candidate if he wins this game. I think. He, and sitting at three and zero, he puts himself right there with you, Kurtzman, as you know the league MVP slash Heisman, whatever we're going to be calling it this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a really big game for Notre Dame. I think I think this is a game where obviously the goal is to win, but they don't necessarily have to win the game for them to be for real. I think if they're competitive and they hang around and they make plays and and they show that they're capable of of 
hanging with the athletes on Ohio State, I think that would be a win for them regardless. I know Sam is a competitor. He's going to go out there. He's going to want to win. I think Nick Douglas is a huge component in this game. One of the few guys. I'm excited to see how he plays, he plays against I think against him against IB. Because there's going to be a lot of times in this game probably where it's him versus IB in the backfield and IB's going to try to make him miss like everyone else that he makes everyone else miss in the league. So I just think that's a big matchup on the line at the line of scrimmage. I won't even say on the line of scrimmage because um, the Ohio State linemen are more receivers after IB buys time and makes his moves. No, yeah, I agree. I, I think Douglas versus IB is one of the best matchups uh, of the entire league this weekend. I, I think getting pressure on Mbimbo is extremely difficult. Douglas being one of the best defensive linemen in the league, it's going to be a, a really, really good matchup. Dad, how do you feel about Q versus Jake on the outside if that if that comes to be? Q versus Jake. Oh, that's a matchup I want to see. Uh, I don't think Jake's going to play on the outside, though. I think Jake's going to be on the line. So Interesting. Uh, their other corner is uh, is it Prem? Nick King? No, Prem plays. Oh yeah, yeah, Prem plays for Ohio State. Yeah, I don't, Prem, Prem. I know another good player that you know doesn't get mentioned a lot, but I've been watching him play the last couple of weeks, and you know he's a player. I, yeah. I have, I'd have all the confidence in the world him going up against uh, against Q. Really, I like that. Okay, no, listen, I, I think I think Jake is gonna have. I think uh, Ohio State they mix up how they use Jake. They use him on the line sometimes. They use him out uh, when they played against me. They used him. Um, at DB also, and I think you have to mix it up as well, but I think his uh, most dominant position on the field is definitely at defensive line. But he's he, uh, Q's definitely going to be out there guarding him, so you know that's going to be busy because I'd be like to throw Jake the ball, and they like to throw it deep, so... Q, you're going to be busy on Saturday, but I know you're up for the challenge. I didn't notice. Does IB play a lot of defense? or Yeah, no, IB's on yeah. the field every, every snap. Yeah, and there's another athlete, you know, yeah. in the secondary that's going to help. Oh, and they have... Uh, TJ Angstead, Christian Carataro. The, the, the best safety in the league. Ohio State has a lot of speed. They got speed all over. Yeah, let's shout out to TJ, best safety in the league. I'm, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be there making plays. Mm. So let's get into our picks for this one here. Dad, I'll start off with you. Uh, I'm going to go with um, OSU. Uh, again, until someone can knock them off other than Kurtzman's team, uh, they're right up there as the top two teams in the league. Kurtzman. I'm also going to take Ohio State. Mm. Um, I was thinking about taking Notre Dame, but after what I saw from IB last week, and he, he's kind of... I'm not going to say he's revolutionizing like our league a little bit, but like he's not, not many people that have played in the league can do what he does where he yeah. literally tells Lyman, you can just go yeah. and I'll make the plays in the backfield and make them not know what they want to do when they're not being blocked and I can make plays away from them. Obviously, it's flag, so you're obviously going to get lucky and grab some flags. Like It's just kind of how it works, but um, I'm going to take IB. He's been amazing this year so far, and I'm going to keep yeah. going with him. Uh, we'll go clean sweep here. I'm taking... IB and Ohio State Sam as Allen's well. Love this. Uh, no, no disrespect to Sam and Notre Dame. I actually think this is going to be a really good game. I just have IB as the best quarterback in the league, and he's just a wizard back there. We keep talking about it. Kurtzman rolls his eyes. I say IB is the best quarterback in the league. I'll just stand by that. Uh, I think they get it done. I think it's a really close game. Notre Dame by a score or two. I mean, not Notre Dame. <laughs> Ohio State by a score or two over Notre Dame would be my prediction. So we are all in agreement on that one. Yeah. Let's get to the last game. Agreement is a word. Agreeance? I don't think it's a word. Agreement. It's agreement. We're all in agreement. That's We're not a word. Agreement. That's We're not agreement. Oh, you learn something new every day. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the next game we'll get into here is the Clemson Tigers and the TCU Horn Frogs. Both Don 0 and Gazowski 2. and Matt Schaefer. Mm, both 0 and 2. We need a win here. Out of two teams, no ties. We don't do no ties over no, here. No, there are no ties. There will be a winner this weekend. Yeah. Let's get into this one. Who needs it more? This game. 
Who need? Who do you think? If if I'll start, I'll. You want me to start? Uh, I think yeah. TCU needs it more. I think Clemson, if they if they have all their guys there, Emrick, Dev, uh, Dylan, healthy, uh, Zach Shray, all their guys, I think they could do it. I think they could, you know, bounce back. I think TCU because they played in competitive games. Clemson, TCU really hasn't played in much competitive games yet. I think they need to really come this week. They need to show up. They need to look good. Regardless of who's playing quarterback for them, they have to be organized. People have to want to play. There has to be passion. Uh, Just need energy. They need energy. They need a spark. That team really needs a spark. I think that they need it more than Clemson. Are you guys, do you agree with that? I no. agree. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, I think Clemson needs it more. They, they've got too much talent on that team to fall to 0-3. Okay. Uh, and that, to me, that puts the pressure on them. So uh, if you're asking which team needs it more, Clemson needs this one more. My theory on it and who needs it more, I agree with you, TCU needs it more in terms of they have looked so bad that they need to turn around and the team needs to show that they really want to be there, they really want to play. So just um, morale? But, yeah, for morale. But um, I think Clemson needs it more because I think Clemson is more of a uh, playoff contender right now than TCU is. And falling to 0-3 just kind of, it's almost like a little bit of a dream crusher because they only have four games left and you kind of have to run the table to do that. And Clemson would still have to play. The loser of this game will still have to play me, still have to play Augie, still have to play IB. So, mm. I, they, think, yeah. I think both teams need this game. Yeah, they, they, they really do. Both teams need this uh, game back. Let's get into the matchup. How do we think their lines match up here? I like TCU's line if as long as they show up. Yeah. Damian, Scott. Uh, they weren't playing Scott on the offensive line, and their offensive line was getting killed last week. So I thought that they should put him in, and Scott's a big kid, and he's strong. He makes plays in the offensive line. Uh, him, Marola, Damian, uh, Sean, they need to step up this week, give whoever is playing quarterback, whether it be Brand Giles, uh, Anthony Garvey, maybe Joe Pip. Um, I'm, I don't know what I'm expecting out of TCU this week. I really don't. Mm. But on the other side of the ball, I hope that Clemson's team shows up. That, how do you think they match up in this one? Talk about line. You have All-American Vin Arena playing for Clemson. Yeah. He does everything. To me, he's a Heisman candidate. And that's the only uh, alignment that you've heard so far be mentioned for a Heisman. Uh, he is that player. Uh, I'm, I'm, are we picking here? Yeah, uh, yeah, you can go with your pick. You can give me your pick here. All right. I'm, go- I'm going with Clemson. No disrespect to TCU. I'm hoping the best of them. I hope that. Uh, I hope this is a good game. I hope it's a good offensive game. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Clemson. Kurtzman, who are you taking here? Hmm. <sighs> nah. Do we know who's showing up? Just off the phone with Dom Gutowski, he tells me no Zach Sheree and no Emmerich and no Dev. It is Kane homecoming, so they, I'm assuming they will all be drinking all of Saturday. I guess it's understandable. Whatever. The league's more important. What's Emmerich's excuse? No, they all go came. He goes, oh, all go came. Yeah, oh, they went. All go yeah. went. Um, but that being said, I'm taking TCU. That you took Clemson? I hope. Listen, I hope that whoever plays quarterback for them can sustain drives. And listen, they have guys that can make plays. Brandon Giles. Uh, that kid, Sean, impressed me at the last game. He's an athlete. I think he can play. Uh, they have Matt Marola, Brandon Giles, Mike Freeman, Joe Pip, like, Damian, like they have players, they just need to find the quarterback that can make it happen. And I think, I personally, I think I would start the game with Anthony Garvey, mm. the guy who can. He has a very good arm, and he's played the position before in our league. Especially, he played it even when it was tackle, when it was full tackle. So he knows he's been playing this for many, many years now. I'm not sure if he wants to be all running a lot. I know his hamstrings are always killing him. So uh, I would start Anthony Garvey, but I think they're going to start someone different this week, other than Matt Schaefer. And I'm excited to see it, and hopefully they've been practicing this week a little bit. So I'm going with TCU. I'm also going to go TCU here, pick against you, Dad. I'm going to take them 
I think their defensive line, Damian and Matt, are going to get after Dom, who is not the most mobile quarterback in the league. I think that is the difference in the game. I'm excited to see what they do on offense, if there's a quarterback change, anything of that nature. I'm going TCU here, Dad. That's where I'm going to try to make up a game on you. I'm going to make Yeah, good luck. We have, two, <laughs> we have two chances to make games up yeah. on him. We both picked UCLA. He picked Arizona. We both picked CCU. He picked Clemson. Or you drop four games behind. If we drop four seasons over. If we drop four games behind, it's over. Yeah. It is over if we drop four games behind. So guess what? UCLA and TCU, show the fuck up. Yeah. Please. All right, let's get into the... Uh, News or nothing. News or Nothing segment has from, returned to the podcast. From the OBFL, Adam Schefter. OBFFL, Adam Schefter is back and active, folks. Let's go to my favorite tweak, tweak, my favorite tweet of the weekend here. We got a, a lot of stuff here. Um, we'll see Bobby, here. you might have the tweet of the week. No. In, terms of, in terms of most favorite tweet associated with the league. What did you did you that? Yeah, what like, you do? Go to Nick Sedano. Go to the Nick Sedano one. That's what I'm looking for. I can't I can't find the the Nick Sedano tweet. Okay, ready? Right here. Here's my favorite tweet of the weekend. Quote from OBFFL Adam Schefter. Speculation around the league is that Nick Sedano is itching to get back on the field, but teams are unsure if Sedano is willing to take a step back from that frat lifestyle. The question now to be asked: Does Sedano want to spend Saturdays breaking ankles or banging sluts? <laughs> End quote. Is this the news or nothing? Do you think Nick Sedano has it in him to join the league and give up the partying every night, Dad? No. <laughs> no? No, no you, asked your, you asked your dad, and I'm telling dad, you. Dad, you got 20 favorites? That's easily the most likes you ever got on a tweet. Is there really a choice here to be made? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what, really? Is there a choice? No. What, what, what would you do, Dad, if you were in Nick's situation? I'm banging sluts. <laughs> I can play football anytime. All right, there you have it. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Nick Sedano is not joining the league, considering he'd be a top two round pick, and Kurtzman just won't allow him. Excuse me, is this on? Pussy is a powerful thing. <laughs> and everyone, just everyone who's listening, to that is probably freaking throwing up because you just tapped the mic twice and spit on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to a, another tweet here. Um, whispers. This is another one from OBFL Schefter. Quote. Whispers from the Arizona State locker room and OBFL front office is that <laughs> O-line slash D-lineman Noah Torino can be investigated for PED use per source. <laughs> Torino, who is coming off a torn bicep torn bicep injury, will not comment on the matter at this time. Updates to follow. Is this news or nothing? Do we think Noah Torino is juicing to get back in the league? I think he's juicing, but I think it's like prescribed juicing. <laughs> okay. It's it's nothing. If you held a drug test in this fucking league, half the league would be out. <laughs> half the entire. Kurtzman does promote the use of marijuana as a as a medical tool, not a not a recreational tool, but a medical tool instead of using opioids is a serious serious issue that Kurtzman is looking into. And in my opinion, being progressive as the commissioner of the league, I have a lot of respect for it. Uh, <laughs> Um, let's get into another one here that we, we already talked about that one. All right, here's <laughs> here's always a good one. Always in jeopardy. Um, quote from the OBFFL, Adam Schefter. An inside source from Notre Dame has confirmed that Joe Denoyer's starting role is in jeopardy. Denoyer, who played stellar at running back in week one, was unable to perform at a high level in the offense in week two. Will Sam Allen consider a change of scenery in the Notre Dame backfield? Dad, is this news or nothing? Nothing. Why? Because running backs are barely using this yeah. thing. And he, he ran the ball against TCU, and then he did a jump pass. It was probably the worst pass time I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, Is Joe Denoya still being slept on, Dad? Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, no, he, had a good, knows, he had a good game. Everyone knows he can play, but... 
I just like I like getting Joe Denoya involved. He loves it. Cool. Shout out to Joe Denoya. Uh, is that really it? I think that's really it for the uh, for the tweets this weekend. Uh, here we go. I got another one. <laughs> I got a Steve Verdesco tweet here. Uh, quote from OBFFL Schefter. MetLife authorities have contacted the OBFFL in relation to capturing Steve Dave Verdesco. Sources close to Verdesco reporting that he has completely vanished and went AWOL. With the ongoing manhunt on from MetLife, authorities question if Dave will be active on Sunday. Is this news or nothing? What happened? Didn't Verdesco, he got in trouble at the Jets game on yeah. Monday night? Do, do we know the story? He got thrown in MetLife jail? Yeah, he got thrown in MetLife jail. Oh, is there a possible suspension coming up? Is that a thing? You allow your players to play after being in jail? On I the mean, weekend? I, I heard the story from a couple a couple of sources, and it doesn't seem like he was doing anything wrong. Is there the a time. domestic stupidity fucking uh, clause in <laughs> Oh, that's honestly not a bad clause. Might have to put that in. Mm. Um, no, no suspension. Mm. All right. I hope Dave's there on Saturday. I think. I think. Uh, listen, Dave we're, did not show up for we're gonna need. We're Dave gonna... did not show up for practice today. He's Man. truly vanished. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, listen, if you're listening to this still, we are going to need people this weekend because, Dad, you might not be there reffing. We're going to need people doing stats, reffing, stuff like that. If you're there, you want to help, go up to Kurtzman, let him know. Go up to Augie, let him know. Just just let you know, if I'm not there this weekend, uh, referee will take a huge step back. So. Oh. oh. Calling yourself the head ref. The uh, Augie over here says debatable. <laughs> Uh, All right, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Kurtzman, do you have anything to say before... Uh, before we wrap it up here. No, sir. I'm ready to play on Saturday. 11. 11.30. We can get on the field 11 o'clock, so you have about a half hour to warm up. 11.30 and 12.45. Dad, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I'm going to try my best to get there. Like I said, you know, best part of my weekends are watching these games and watching right. you guys play. As always, if you're listening on Apple, subscribe. If you are listening on SoundCloud, make sure to follow the page, get the notifications. And, as always, the new ritual to end the podcast. I'm a follower. Blah, fire ass up. <laughs>